Christian viewing experience. I am Noah Wilder, and that is Elias Chavez. And we are here today to talk to you guys and to each other about uh, two secular medias that we found a Christian or biblical message or theme in so that you guys can take that and think about it and think about those things in a deeper way or just bring those up to friends that you may have that find those things interesting. Uh, but first, we're going to do do an icebreaker. Happy New Year, everyone. Um, yep. Happy New Year. Yeah. Icebreaker? Uh, yeah. Hit us with this. <laughs> uh, icebreaker. <clears throat> okay. So what video game experience from when you were a kid just defines video game for you? Um, That's a really good question. I have a couple of, I don't know, I, I don't know, moments of like, I played this game and it just, it felt like there were a couple games growing up that I played and I, I distinctly remember playing them um, and just being like, this is something like magical. Right. And I was like, I have to chase this now. <laughs> um, Yoshi, I need this feeling the rest of my life. Right. Yoshi's Island. Because I mean, you know that I love that game. Um, I, yeah. That was one of those games where like playing Yoshi's Island. I was like, I'm going to play this through until I 100% this game. Cause I just don't want this game to end. And it's not like a, crazy long game or anything but i spent eight more minutes <laughs> yes i replayed I found one more hidden egg and that was it there we go uh, the last flower on level three two was really annoying and <laughs> um and then i ate it and then, yes um but yeah no that, that 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 was like my entire yeah that 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 I don't know. There was just there were certain games like that. You um, said Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island is uh, it a good game. Yes, Yoshi's Island. I would argue is a phenomenal game. Um, the next one, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, um, specifically three Sonic Sonic three and Knuckles, because um, that was the first Sonic game that I like sat down and played. You know, because mm -hmm. um, I'd played Sonic two co op mode before, or whatever. Um, but like, like I said, Sonic three, that was like, that was one of those games where I was just like, this is, uh, it just keeps going. Um, so that was There's so much to explore. There really is. Um, and then there Tails was, can fly. Yeah. Can glide. <laughs> and Sonic, he's, oh, he's just so fast. It's Sonic, but red. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Those green shoes. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> um, more. And, right. And then, um. I'd say one other, two. I guess two other games, kind of in a similar vein, but uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, which was just like a very niche Final Fantasy game, but it was a it was like a grid based game. Anyways, that that was it was the one of the first games where I was like, I have to like think, I have to <laughs> or, cry, yeah, or else I just die. Um, right. And so that was that was that. And then uh, Kingdom Hearts three fifty eight over two, which I would argue, uh, I really like that game. I would not argue that it's a good over game. two days aha yeah. so that's it so it's yeah. um yeah. the idea is it's like 358 days but like split between over two days over no <laughs> over over like it, yeah, i mean yes mathematically <laughs> that's what it would be but the idea is that it's like divided between two different perspectives mm -hmm. um it's a stupid name but anyways um yeah i don't yeah playing that i was just like this is like i i don't know that was another thing where i was like i gotta i have i have to play this all the way through and right. um I don't know, but there, there are just there. I do remember there were a couple of games where I was just like, "This is this 
you know, like, I mean, you asked, like, why do I love Sonic? And I'm like, I don't know why, but he instills some, like, just childish wonder in me. And, like, I definitely can tie, like, playing Sonic. He's but, like, crying. He goes so fast. He's just like me for real. <laughs> um, but, no. Uh, but, yeah, so that that's definitely something. He but loves- then. Chili cheese ducks. Oh like my me. gosh! Yes. Um. Anyways, but yeah, there there were definitely games like that. Smash Brothers playing um specifically specifically Brawl and just like playing that and being like this is the most fun I've ever had. Um. And, but yeah, it there were definitely games like that growing up where I'm just like this is something that's like really definitive to me. Um. <clears throat> really defining for who like what my game tastes even now are right. anyways so that, that's me um that took me a second but there you go but there you go yeah um for you as you know i was not like a video game kid yeah <laughs> uh so i didn't really play a lot of games <laughs> sure sure um for me it's not a good game okay but it is the Chronicles of Narnia, Lion and the Witch, and the Wardrobe tie-in game on the, the Xbox. On the Xbox. You've told me about this before, yeah. I'm just like, that's what a video game is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can become Lucy and shoot arrows, or Peter and use sword. <laughs> yes. Um, no, it's so funny. I must save Mr. and Mrs. Beaver. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, no, it is so funny how many video game like movie tie-ins there are yeah. and how like all of that the- doesn't exist anymore no really <laughs> no it's it's just not a like a genre like that they realized oh these games aren't good <laughs> yeah but no that was like a whole thing and they all felt like like they all felt exactly the same yeah you know it was just like ah uh, I, 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 I guess sure that's do get what to- it is. I, I miss that feeling of like, I know this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am the movie. <laughs> Are you saying we need to go like marathon some video game movie <laughs> tie-ins? And then before that, my parents got us kids an Atari. Oh. But not the fake Atari kind of thing where like it has the preload download. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not the one you put a cartridge in. Yeah. Um, but anyway, an Atari, and there is this one game, I can't remember the name of it, but you're just like a dot moving around what's supposed to be a castle. Oh, and it's like a top-down perspective yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like some, it's like a, per, it's like somebody's castle or something. Yeah. I forget the name. I think it starts with like a Y you or a V. You literally a dot. Yes. Yeah, because it's Atari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It um, starts with like a Y or a V, but I, oh my gosh, I know what you're talking about. That game was the first time I was like... Well, this game is dumb. And then I was like <laughs> moving around. I was like, oh, there's like enemies there. I should avoid them. Okay. Oh, look, this room has a chest in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, and it was just, I think for me, that was something so simple can be so fun when you're in control, I guess. Mm. Like, it does not need to be like high graphics. <laughs> yeah. Or it doesn't need to be this crazy advanced game or anything yeah if you can understand what's happening it can be a fun game yeah and like i've never that's not the game where i'm like that's what a video game is but it was all it was also like oh i understand why people like these Mm. but i also (laughs) but i also didn't want to waste my time with them (laughs) so like i sure i believe in that game you can find like a easter egg where you find the creator of the game's, like, name in some room. Sure. 
right? I was say, I'm not familiar with this. But you have to but try yeah. hard to find it because he hit it because he did. He was not including the credits. It was just like a generic game that was for the Atari mm-hmm. that no one was like supposed to know who made it, essentially. There yeah. was no credit. So he hid his name in a room and you can go find it. And I didn't find that. I didn't know that. <laughs> but like you're just like a a green room, a pink room, an orange room, and you're just a dot moving through these rooms with little yep. holes in the border yep. that mean supposed doors. to be door, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's that I was like, oh, like this doesn't need to be complicated for it to be fun. Yeah. And I don't need to shoot a gun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love video games. This is no secret, but yeah. 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 Anyways. But um, I'm just, I'm out here looking for Chronicles of Narnia Tiny Games, you know? <laughs> that's what I'm really living for. Uh, give me uh, the boy and his horse movie tie-in. <laughs> horse and his boy. Horse and his boy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, that is. Oh, there's also, do you, I'm sure you know about this game, the Hobbit game that came out on <laughs> Xbox. Yeah. We played that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We got it for free with the Xbox because we bought it on Craigslist or whatever. Oh, man. And we were like blown away. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, There's no. some very difficult platforming in that. Yeah. That we could not get past. And there is this section, you know, where the trolls are there. Sure. And I, I am aware of what you're talking about. Yes. And we just could. You're supposed to sneak around and mm-hmm. not get caught. Sure. And and pick the pocket of a troll sure as bilbo and we could not sneak around we always got caught and yeah. so for like an hour and a half <laughs> and we just quit playing the game after this but an hour and a half all i heard was uh, these trolls talking about mutton <laughs> <laughs> And, and that, then catching me. And, and then it, talking about money. <laughs> and then catching me. <laughs> and over and over and over. No, I... Uh, I did not know The Hobbit was a Lord of the Rings thing. Oh, really? At the time. Because I didn't really understand what the Lord of the Rings was at the time. Oh, gotcha. So I was like playing this game and then I was like, wait, this is like that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly like it actually, but a little younger. <laughs> no, um, I. it's so funny that you bring that up because I've definitely thought about that before where it's like there are certain like very specific memories from playing video games yeah. that like will stick with me forever. Uh, to br- the, For whatever reason, this is the first one that comes to mind as far as video game fails that will stick with me forever. So another Sonic game, specifically Sonic Unleashed, there's yeah. this really hard... You're a werewolf. You're a Sonic. werewolf, Sonic. And in, specifically, the werewolf has really stretchy arms. I, I don't know, man. He just does. Uh, but there's a really hard platforming section that takes place in, like, f- France, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and you just keep falling off the edge. And it happens over and over and over again. And every time that you do, the werehog just falls to his death and he just screams <laughs> bloody murder. <He's> just, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's just such a specific yell. And it's just ingrained in my memory. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, there are certain levels that like, you die over and over and over and over again, and then and you, you're eight years old, and you have no idea what you're doing. Yes, <laughs> and you and it's just it feels like the world is stacked against you, and there you go. <laughs> All uh, right, thanks for answering the question, Elias. If yeah. you guys want to tell us 
about your quintessential video game experience from your childhood and what like just made video games for you even if you quit playing them afterward or whatever you can tell us about that at ocvepod at gmail.com or at ocvepod.com or at on facebook or twitter at ocvepod we'd love to hear from you also if you've played these games and you want to tell us about how you also love these games and for whatever reason this just made your childhood we'd love to hear about it <laughs> so yeah uh elias you you want to get into the feature presentation I'll go first. No, I'll go first. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm anyway, ready. So I'm going to talk about the Legend of Zelda. Woo! The series. Just the whole concept. So why is the game called The Legend of Zelda? Link is the main character. Everyone thought Link was Zelda before they ever played the game or knew anything. You know, Zelda, the green elf guy with the sword and three triangles. Uh, but Link. Yeah, uh, that's wrong. Incorrect. Zelda is the princess that looks very different in every game. And the green yes. guy who looks exactly the same in every game is Link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is the character you play as and who does not speak. And until recently, you could give him your name or any name you wanted to. But only a true fan would be able to name him Link because you knew what was up. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> anyway, uh, point is, even though the name of the game and the series is The Legend of Zelda, it doesn't seem to be about Zelda. It seems like the main character is Link. There's even a game that Zelda doesn't even show up in, uh, but her name is still in the title, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. She's not there. No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah still in the title though <laughs> anyway um you are the playable character but you aren't the main character you live your life in service to the main character just like in the legend of zelda universe princess zelda is part of the royal family um and she is the main character but you don't get to play as her never it will never happen <laughs> Not while Nintendo has anything to say about it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway so um, Princess Zelda is part of the royal family in which every firstborn daughter is named Zelda. So every Zelda's mom was named Zelda. Uh, <laughs> so in each game, you were actually... Behind every Zelda, there's a great <laughs> Zelda. There's a strong Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. I, I need that on the stitch mat or something. <laughs> anyway, so in each game, you're actually meeting a different Zelda in the royal line, right? Yeah. So all the daughters are named Zelda in honor of the first Zelda, who was the goddess of this world. Her name was Hylia. She, Zelda herself, is the mortal incarnation of Hylia, and this art incarnationness slash power or whatever it is is passed down through her descendants so every zelda you meet is the goddess of this world that you're in um the story of the first time the goddess took on human form as the first zelda is called the legend of zelda in the world so if you were to walk up to uh tingle or whoever <laughs> Or Beetle, yeah. or 
someone and yeah. ask them what the legend of zelda is they probably wouldn't know because it's been like a million years but if they did know they'd tell you it was all about how that first time a demon king attacked the world and hylia became a person named zelda and saved the world so thus the name of the series is the legend of zelda but we play as link here's my point you me all of us we are our own playable character in the world we live in. Just stick with me with the metaphor. We are the link in the story, right? Okay. Uh, of the universe that we live in. I can only control my actions. I, <clears throat> I am the playable character to me. But just like Link, we live our lives in service to the main character, who is God. Just like in the Zelda series, even though... Um, you are playing as Link, you're living in service to Zelda. You're always saving Zelda all the time, um, except for in Spirit Tracks. But you still got to save her because she's a ghost. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you good? Yeah, no, I just... I yeah. And uh, Wind Waker, do you save her? So, yes. That, she's she's that, a strong female captain of a pirate ship. Her name's Tetra. Tetra. Yeah. yeah. I love her. <laughs> Anyway, but you still gotta save her at some point. Yeah, probably many times. You gotta, you gotta. Put she's it, all headstrong, you know. She's gets all headstrong. She gets herself into trouble. You, you gotta, you gotta. she can handle everything. You gotta stop Ganon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's more of a you save the world to save the girl. <laughs> anyway, um, and just like in the Zelda series, where there's an entry in it where there is no Zelda, period, uh, but she is still the main character. And in the title, there's even a book in the Bible where God isn't mentioned, Esther. Um, but the whole book and the whole world is about God, just as the whole series is about Zelda, who is the incarnation of God in the world of these games. It's all about God descending down and def defending humanity and saving humanity. That's what the biblical story is about. That's what the Legend of Zelda is about. Mm. And like the giant grand scheme of things, it's all about this God character, this goddess who chooses human form in order to save humanity from the enemy and themselves because they fight amongst themselves a lot. Anyway... <laughs> There's a lot of civil wars in the, like, Zelda timeline. It's just... And, and some years went by and there's a civil war. And that's why things are different now. <laughs> don't don't think don't about, about it. it. Uh, <laughs> or you're in a different timeline. Don't, don't worry. Yeah. Anyway. Things are different here. But we are only able to see things from our perspective. From Link's perspective, thinking that we are the main character. Not able to see that the entire world we live in is about someone else. Not until that being, that deity, chooses us. All the different links in the Legend of Zelda universe and timeline are <clears throat> the chosen knights and defenders of Hylia or the whole world, because we don't ever see outside of Hylia. <laughs> uh, but without that choice from the god of this world, Link is just a farm boy or a knight or a soldier or a fisherman or a blacksmith's apprentice or whatever. He's just a guy. He's nothing. <laughs> but this goddess chooses him, and together with this goddess, he becomes more. He becomes part of the story, but he never gets to be the main character, even though he's the playable character. Just like 
for us, God must choose us. And if he does choose us, uh, together with God, we become something more. We, we become a new man. We aren't just sons and daughters of sinful people who are either a farm boy or a soldier or a fisherman or a blacksmith's apprentice. Yeah. We get to be part of this story, and we are not the main character, but the playable character. Um, so that's it. <laughs> uh, is that essentially the Legend of Zelda is about the Legend of Zelda and the character of Zelda, who is the incarnation of God <laughs> in this story. Um, but you never play as her. You play as this other guy. You are this playable character named Link instead of the main character and where link finds his purpose is in service to that main character who is God, Uh, (laughs) um, and defending that person and being part of that plan with that person and deity. And the same is true for us. And it, it elevates him above his, his station where he's supposed to be marrying Marin or whoever. Um, (laughs) uh, and he gets, gets to become this hero, but not because he is, Again, he's not the main character. He's the playable character, just like us. So do you have anything to add? You, had, you know a lot about Zelda. <laughs> I, I do. Um, no, I, I. the only thing that I really have to add is that, like, I really love that the own... I don't know. There, there, There's a different Link in each game, right? Yeah. And by that same token, there's a different <laughs> Zelda in each game. And definitely it's not how this is meant to be taken as far as the video games are concerned. But I love that there's like a different Zelda that corresponds to each link. Yeah. Um, like, for example, Skyward Sword, which is a very like kind of happy go lucky kind of feeling link. And like the Zelda of that game is like a very upbeat, cheerful Zelda mm-hmm. um, in the world of um like spirit tracks and phantom hourglass it's kind of a silly link and so you've got kind of a silly rough and tumble zelda um in the world of uh not phantom hourglass in the world of um twilight princess Princess, thank you um it's you know everything serious yeah everything sucks so it's a very serious (laughs) link zelda is there just like i give up (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't something I something gonna, must protect the people i'll give myself up to protect the people something i something. was going to be queen but you interrupted my ceremony yeah <laughs> um but yeah anyways i i just and i i like that like with different links it's a different um zelda and the way that i would like put a, a, and they a have Christian different relationships boom yeah. i was gonna say the way i'd put a christian spin on that is that it's like a different aspect every time um yeah. to say that like the goddess highly and the other goddesses like they they created the world and they did all the stuff and blah 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 and it's like zelda is this incarnation it's like there's probably a lot to hylia um <laughs> and um like different zeldas kind of encapsulate yeah and, those different and rough that, and tumble energies yeah. that hylia who is zelda like meets her chosen person where he's at yeah every time with the personality he has yeah and matches that and and builds that plan throughout right rather than always being the same zelda and then all these different links and they just got to figure it out you know? right 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 right. because definitely there's something there's something there where it's like their relationship is like so like mutually understanding that a lot of people are just like oh yeah link and zelda totally a romantic relationship in every single game and it's like bro chill like <laughs> 
Solo's not even in Link's Awakening. So, <laughs> so like, get over yourself. Ah, ah. Anyway. Um, he married that fish princess in, in uh, Ocarina of Time. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't bring that up. Stop it. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, but yeah, point is. Point uh, is, like, God does the same thing. Yeah, God does it. God does, uh, obviously. His chosen people, he meets them where they are. Yeah. And doesn't try and, like. Yet, like, he's always the same, but he's not. Specifically, I'm thinking about, like, in the Bible, like, his relationship with the Israelites is very, like, oh, yeah, you're my Israelites, you're my chosen people, oh, my gosh, you're so great. And then in Judges, it's, like, you guys, I, I freaking, again, like, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't, and like, I help you so much, and now I, and now it's the time of the Judges, so everything sucks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah. Throughout, like, Israel's history. Yeah. He, like, takes them out of slavery, and he meets them where they are. Yeah. And what they need is a law Yeah, that applies to their specific time and place and circumstances, and he meets them and provides that for them and makes a covenant with them so that they can flourish and be in a relationship with him because that's what they need because they spent hundreds of years as slaves yeah they haven't been able to self-govern and they they're not gonna do it right so he god does what god does and he meets them where they are and when they need water he provides water and when they need food he provides manna and when they rebel he lets them go because he meets them where they are and lets them realize the error of their ways rather than being this like pillar of existence that they can't do anything like, yeah with. ever <laughs> access or yeah. you know and it's like no god made sure even in that sense he even in the old testament he provides he's like no you can access me you can reach me yeah through this like very specific set of means like you can always and then you can always access your key items and call upon me and then <laughs> And then in the New Testament, in the new arrangement of things, God is still meeting us where we are. He's still, if you if you are predestined, then he you are called and all, all these things. All of the things, yeah. Um, but like within that, some people will see miracles and that will change their mind. And some people will experience hardship and that will make them trust in God. And some people will experience um, just the very real presence of God that they can't explain out of nowhere and other people will just follow the evidence of creation and say there must be a god and reach out to him and and in all those things he is very active yeah and um in like calvinist terms there's the general call and then there's the the active call of like specific individuals yeah um and what that means is for you and me we aren't christians or in relationship with God because of the same things. Yeah. God found us where we were and, and brought us to him. Um, and I guess what you're saying with Link and Zelda is there's always, coincidentally, they're always finding each other because Hylia or Zelda, whoever you want to blame, <laughs> is setting up each at like both of them to be together in a romantic relationship or a friendship relationship or just like acquaintances um because yeah. sometimes they like talk twice during the game you know <laughs> yeah um but whatever that is whatever is needed this god stand-in character provides so yeah there you go good job man <laughs> you added something <laughs> i well <laughs> It's not like I'm an idiot. I just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
I don't know. I just, um, there's always been this like metaphor of like, we all pretend like our lives are about us, but we are not even close to being the main character. And if you look at the Bible, that's true. There's always God's the main character who's in every story, even if he's in the background and it doesn't take an active role that you might want him to. You get to meet Abraham and then you get to meet Isaac and Joseph and, and you keep going, and you meet Noah. That was beforehand. Don't worry about it. You meet Adam. You meet Jeremiah. You meet David. You meet Solomon. You meet this Samuel. Is, this is awful. <laughs> I'm going all over the place. You meet Paul. You meet Jesus. You're, you're, yeah, you're going forward like a hundred years, and then you're or like three hundred years, and then you're rewinding like twenty every time. It's, it's very anyway. You you meet all these characters, and none of them are the main character because the main character is God, and and the only exception is Jesus because he is God. And you realize he's been there the whole time through different appearances and um, what is it called? Typologies yeah, and things like that. And that all these things you thought were the main character were all just like side characters that inform you of the main character and lets you know more about what's going on there. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like David, he thinks he's the main character, but he's not. He's just being the playable character. Right. Uh, and the real character, the main character of his story and your story and my story is God. He's the one doing everything. Like even the stuff we do, even the stuff, the actions I take are only possible for me to take because God allows that and and maintains my existence for me. Right. <laughs> like everything I do is an act of God because... And don't you are that, being sustained. Yeah, because I'm being sustained and upheld by him. And don't take that the wrong way. You know what I'm saying. But <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> um, like, don't try and argue that God's just sinning through me or some weird... Oh, 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 okay. I was like, what are you... I was like, what? You know what I'm talking about. I was like, why are you chastising me? Don't go off in weird directions, guys. But (laughs) the point is, I'm just like doing these actions as if I'm the main character, but I'm just not. I'm just this side character who I get to play as, you know? Yeah. Uh, If the world was a video game in this uh, metaphor. (laughs) Anyway. Thanks for listening, Elias. You got you got something to say? Um, you can do your presentation. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna be like, no, I don't think I have anything else to add. But no, um, yeah. So Avatar connects to Zelda because <laughs> Jake Sully he plugs in. He's playing as he's the a Navi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because um, what was it originally? The name Link was supposed to... I forget which way it goes, but, like, originally Link was supposed to be, like, the link between, like, you and the game. It was, like, like, literally, this is your avatar. This is your Link. This is your whatever. Whereas, like, now it's supposed to be, like... That's his name. (laughs) That's his name, and it's supposed to be a representative, like... Like, he is the link that, like, binds the whole series together and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It's, whatever. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but I just proved him wrong. I just proved him They're wrong. all wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just his name now. <laughs> it's ex- get out of here. You're wrong, Nintendo. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. But yes, uh, I'm gonna be talking about Avatar. Um, spoilers. <laughs> um, Avatar: The Way of Water. The Way of Water. Uh, I'm gonna preface this real quick, just if anyone is not familiar with the series, which I guess now I have to call it a series. Um, but if anyone's not familiar with the series, just a very, very quick rundown 
Um, the only thing that you need to know about the first movie and about the lore of the, the Avatar, <laughs> um, basically, um, Earth is dying. It's the future, the dark, grim future of 2009. No, I, I don't know when the movie's supposed to take place, but it... 2154. There you go. Not not joking. I, I just, you know that? I watched a video today. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, wow. You can fact check me for this yeah. stuff then. It's awesome. Okay. So, uh, so 2154. Um, it, it, yeah, it, whatever. Uh, the point is, some soldiers get sent out to check out this planet because the Earth is dying. And they're like, well, we got to check up on this cool... Oh, wow. Maybe people could colonize this planet and so then they show up and like wow this place is awesome boom arrow to the knee um and they're taken out of commission and they're like oh my gosh what are we gonna do and so they're like well i guess we gotta kill the natives how are we gonna kill the natives though they're natives they have every advantage. What are we going to do? a lot of nuance out of this story. Oh, yeah. No, I know. And like, I know. We're going <laughs> to... You yeah. can build an avatar. <laughs> so, so then they like... Hey! <laughs> literally. Um, and then I, they clone... I, they grow new... Navi is the name of the... Uh, the species. The species of this like indigenous peoples... Um, but yeah, so they, they grow these bodies, they put people's brains in a thumb drive, they plug the thumb drive into the body, the body then does the thing he thinks. Boom, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it's an avatar. Your avatar is this blue alien that you're controlling and now vicariously living your life through. Jake Sully is one of these people. Um, and then fast forwarding kind of, uh, there's just, there's a lot of like death and rebirth imagery. Um, specifically, I think like, I think that there's a lot to be said about grace in that, but like Jake Sully's whole life has been, you know, this like soldier lifestyle. And now he has this opportunity to leave all that behind and just kind of like commune and become one with nature by becoming one of the inhabitants. Um, there's this like weird birth imagery where like him and his avatar, like lying both in the fetal position next to each other. And there's these like vines that make like an umbilical cord between the two. It's just weird stuff. And then his brain Mm-hmm. Is in the other one. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> because Pandora is a lo- is intelligent. Well, uh, the trees are a brain. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyways, but yeah, the 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 original movie ends. Jake opens his eyes, and it's like, wow, he's like he's. he's- He's him. He's now <laughs> the other body 100% of the time. That's just his life now. Um, he beat up the bad guy. Well, his wife beat up the bad guy, killed him straight up dead. And now he's able to just kind of be the chief of this village of people. And there you go. And now they have the perfect life, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but then unfortunately for the Navi, um, human beings are here to be are stubborn. Yeah. They're, they're really stubborn and they just kind of do their thing. And, uh, like a hero of a rom-com film, uh, Pandora says no. And humans are like, well, okay. But instead of no, what about yes? What if there was more of me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like a main character in a (laughs) rom-com. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I would love to see... Um... <laughs> it just gets massive. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just saying how okay. <laughs> I would love to see... Uh, what's his name? The... Mul- I can't remember his name. Uh, Multiple Man? The, the the Marvel guy who copies himself. Which yeah. is it? Multiple Man? Yeah. Is that it? I think so. With like the green outfit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just... I, for some reason, it just sounds wrong. <laughs> It sounds like like no, that can't be his. That's stupid. That can be a name, but I guess I guess that's his name. Anyway, but yeah, multiple man. Um, yeah, he's. What, I would love to see a rom com featuring him, where he's just like, oh yeah, you think you could say no to me? What if I was everywhere? <laughs> what if I was the only person you could ever be with? Yeah. What if because I, I am everyone? <laughs> that would be. Such a good horror movie. <laughs> um, anyways, but write, that, yes. write that down. Write that down. <laughs> put, it, put this on Patreon immediately. <laughs> we need to monetize this idea. <laughs> um, but anyways, my point is, um, but yeah. So people show back up. Uh, obviously, this is where we're catching. This is this is where we're catching back up with the with the with this movie. People show back up on on Navi. They have these big old on Pandora. Or yeah, on Pandora. Sorry, on on yeah. This is the beginning of the way of water. Um, people show up again. They've got these big old spaceships. They're literally, they're just massive. Um, they're decelerating, and when they decelerate, uh, the the jet fire propulsion um, just like sets the planet on fire, <laughs> and, and it's it, it's awful. It's just it's just destruction and smoke, and the, the, the oceans dry up. It, it's awful. It it just it it looks like, I mean, because Pandora is supposed to be a bigger planet than Earth. I'm not sure if that's true. Is it not? In the first movie, the the bad guy, mm-hmm. he goes, this low gravity will make you soft or whatever. Sure. So, oh, less maybe. gravity, smaller planet. That's why maybe they can sp- grow bigger. Oh, that might be. Okay, there you go. Smaller planet. So then, yeah. those it's a moon, though. Those spaceships really are... Uh, Really are awful. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah. So point is, they introduced the world's first pollutants into the atmosphere because that place is lush. Um, fun, fun fact actually about Avatar uh, because I had to learn about this in a class, um, and I can't remember the exact name for it. But like psychologists had to make up a new term for this because like apparently so many people like went to avatar and like kept buying tickets and kept watching avatar because they would go back to like their crummy job or whatever afterwards Mm -hmm. and they had to like make up this whole term and like classify all of this stuff it's Um, called escapism well yeah but like specifically (laughs) for pandora where it was like people just didn't want to leave pandora and leave that world behind they wanted so what these people yeah. need is to like go to a national park. Yeah, 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 yeah. But instead, uh, eight dollars for Pandora, please. Um, anyways, but point is, yeah, it just I thought you might get a kick out of that. That is pretty that, funny. That is, is a little a little fun fact for you that there's like an entire term dedicated to that, and people there were actually like a lot of psychologists that You're were worried to Avatar. Yeah, yeah, they were worried because they were like the way of waters coming out. Um and you know there's 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 a little bit of hubbub. Okay, so that's the, that's what he does with the motion capture. You like some message. Yeah, must see movie again. Yes, <laughs> exactly. More money. Um, <laughs> but anyways, unobtainium, uh, <laughs> which is the stupidest, <laughs> stupidest thing. Anyways, uh, but yeah. Anyways, fast forwarding a little more um, to talk about the actual like. What I see is as the theme of 
um, way of water. It's family. Um, Sully's stick together. Um, this is Jake Sully's motto, I guess. It's what he repeats all the time throughout the entire movie to his kids over and over and over. Um, and we see it play out over and over and over and over. They keep sticking together. Yes. Even when one of them is getting them all in trouble. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Jake repeatedly uh, notes that it is his duty specifically to, quote unquote, like protect his family. Um, And so through these two things, we see that like Sully stick together is kind of, um, like I said, just kind of this recurring theme. You might ask yourself, what does that actually mean? Like Noah said, there's a lot of scenes like 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 a lot where like the family is like exiled or whatever and they're like oh my gosh we got to stick well except for spider (laughs) but like eh." um but yeah there's just like they're like we we really have to stick together we have to make sure that we are all um we are all as one however even though this is jake's mantra um he has a little issue he doesn't know anything except for the military um and so I actually kind of want to hear your personal thoughts on this, but to to enlighten the audience, um, in case you haven't seen the film and you're okay with spoilers or whatever. Um, but um, throughout the entire film, Jake talks about his family as if it is like a military squad, and like to his to his wife to uh, Natiri, um, they're just he's like, hey, you know, like I, I you know I thought I lost them and blah blah blah, and it's obvious that he loves his kids a lot, right? But at the same time. Um, Whenever they talk, you know, it's always like, you know, like you're dismissed and, you know, kids refer to him as sir and like all yeah. this stuff um, because like that is all that he knows is is military. Right. Um, but anyways, like I said, I want, to, I want to hear your thoughts on that real quick. In what way? Um, just like as far as fatherhood is concerned. <laughs> I, I think it's fine, honestly, if that's just the way you're going to frame the world around you. Sure. Especially in this like. They are at war a lot, a lot, very um, much so. Because we a, only and we only see them interact with their family while they're refugees and while they're fighting a guerrilla war. So, like <clears throat> before the humans showed back up, I don't think they really talked like that, sure, or did that. But now he's just in that mindset, and it's how he like maintains control in his family yeah so i don't think that's a it's necessarily a bad thing i think um i think it, it has like negative consequences that we see in the movie like the the younger son loak mm-hmm. he um he just like wants to be understood and taken care of and his dad's like why can't you follow orders essentially <laughs> like, yeah i gave you an order you should you know you know better and that's like good parenting is like you know better i told you no yeah. This is unacceptable. But because he's using this military lingo, it like depersonalized it. Mm-hmm. So it, it affects them in that way. But they reconnect eventually. <laughs> so it's fine. Sure. I, I don't really see a huge issue with it. It's just another way of framing how you set up your family and interact with your family. Yeah. Um, you can do that however you want. People talk about really weird stuff that actually is a problem, like being the priest of your family. Like, okay, if you want to think of it that way, I guess I can't tell you no, but that's really weird. <laughs> like, I think there's a lot worse ways you can think of your family. Yeah. Um, sure. And they're always like, I mean, there is good parts to that, like in the military, like no soldier gets left behind. We stick together. Yeah. We, we have a plan. We keep to it we we're willing to sacrifice everything for any member of this family we have each other's back 
that's good stuff. Like that's not that's good. That's good stuff. But like yeah. where it becomes, I'm not going to understand you. You're going to listen to me is where there's the problem. Sure. Um, sure. Which uh, there's failings with any family. So right. And I just did you have an opinion on that? I I kind of echo where you did. I mean, like like I said, there's going to be issues with any family, and so for me looking at that, definitely I'm like, man, that's. That's, kind, not, of, that's not, kind of a problem. <laughs> it's not as but if like, they aren't in like a warrior culture yeah. as the Na'vi too, yeah. so it's not super that, out of place. And that was the thing. I was looking at that in that context, and I was like, I see I see where it came from. That doesn't mean I like it, you know? Right. Um, and I don't think it, the movie's endorsing that either. No, you see no, the no, 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 no. Yeah, Exactly, that. exactly. And that's, I just, like I said, I just wanted to hear your take on that given the context of the world that they're in. Um, I mean, you have you lived in your parents were or your dad was military, right? Yes. No, no relation like <laughs> that didn't connect with you at all. It honestly, or, I don't know how you grew up with your dad. Yeah, honestly, so. yeah, honestly, that was never like a big thing. There were only a handful of times as a kid that like my dad being in the military like really came up as far as far as like discipline or something mm-hmm. was concerned. You know, there's never um, like. <laughs> Attention! Yeah, as is. Yeah, there, there was never, there was never. As you were, as you were, there was never anything. Go like back that. to playing Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> go fast. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that yeah. Anyways, but no, like I said, I just I, I was I was curious as to your take, and I was like, eh, I can do that on here. Anyways, but point is, um, but yes, with all of that being said, like like Noah pointed out, there's definitely some riffs. Um, and such that came up with um, with that. And it, it definitely causes Jake some issues with his wife. But um, I wanted to read off First Timothy 5.8 um, real quick, just because I think that this is a good, like uh, a true north in a way um, to kind of see like where Jake is kind of like trying to steer the family. But uh, but First Timothy 5.8 reads, uh, but if anyone does not provide for his own and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Um, and that's like this warning where it's like, you know, like in, in the worst case scenario, um, if you are not providing for your family and for those that you live with, like you are, you know, you, you are directly disobeying God. God has made it very clear. Um, Jesus has made it very clear that like through all of the gospels in all of his teachings, Hey, love one another. And if you cannot love your own family and those that you are like called to protect in that way, like you are seriously missing the message. Um, right. right. It's not as if like, cause like love is like a two way street in that I need, I show you love and you receive it. And so like, if you don't receive what I'm trying to give you, yeah, that's not on me, you know, yeah. like I can do better. I can try and learn, but like there's, you can only do so much, but like, I like that Paul talking to Timothy in this is explaining like, Hey, the men in your church, probably, uh, <laughs> but the people in your church, there, there's this priority list. There's God, family, church, everybody else. Yeah. If you can't take of your take care of your own, you're denying the faith. Like you're not you by definition have responsibility to other individuals. Yep. 
in your culture. And those other individuals, if you have a family, it's those people. If you don't have a family, it's your faith community and the and your brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers, not fathers, sorry, <laughs> uh, and mothers and daughters and sons in Christ, whatever that looks like to you, if that's what you have, that's who you provide for and who you take care of. And if you refuse, yeah, it's not you try and it doesn't work out. You've tried to go get a job and you can't get one or you or yeah. have some disease and you can't work the way you should be able to. Yeah. But if you're just like sitting around doing nothing, you're not only denying the faith, you are an un- you're worse than an unbeliever. You are just you. You are this work. Sorry, <coughs> wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, you are this like person who just takes advantage of everyone around you and is a burden and only a burden to other people. Yeah. Um, and you are choosing that. Like that's a terrible thing to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you're not wrong. But um, but yeah. So building off of that, like Jake really feels like that that call in a way and this is kind of where i wanted to like plant the bedrock of where i see this connection um is just like biblically like what is family and then like what is this movie presenting as family but like jake has this line where he's like t- saying that like a father protects it's what gives him it's what gives him meaning um mm-hmm. and so like that like i said that's where he plants that he's like i can take care of my own and he has several lines about this where he's like but th- but this family that 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 i can protect you know <laughs> he, he has lines like that where he's you know me yeah <laughs> i grew up around here <laughs> i walk around here no one's scared <laughs> right 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 oh my gosh but no but that's that's like that's like his whole thing you know yeah. um it, it's just he's like this is my family i can't um at some point spider who's like this adopted human he never he never really calls him family we kind of get the idea but of him they're being living together they live together the way that he is described is as a stray cat so like <laughs> it's like if he if my wife would take him in he'd be our son but he's our son yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and also our daughter's boyfriend kind of yeah. it's really weird yeah anyways they all call each other bro yeah they, <laughs> it's weird anyways moving on miles uh no um but yes point is uh yeah it's it's just yeah it's this it's this really weird thing but spider miles whatever it gets captured and then Jake's like, well, that's it. You know, they're going to know exactly where this base is. So we're just going to have to run. You know, we're not we're not going to do it. You know, we're like, just, there's no winning. We don't have a plan right. anymore. We're just going to abandon the hive. And he's like, that's what we're going to do to protect everyone here. And that's what I'm going to do to protect my family. Um, and he's like, you know, my family is not going to like it, but that's that's what we're going to do. And I would say that that is like such a wonderful like look into fatherhood as far as the movie yeah. is concerned is just like he's like sacrificing like his position yep on behalf of not only the people he's in charge of but specifically his family yeah yeah, yeah. that is such a wonderful look at fatherhood and choosing um, to be an outcast for his family's sake yeah and, and dying quote unquote <laughs> the old chief has to die so a new one can be born or whatever we're just gonna yeah. scratch your chest a little bit don't worry about it <laughs> 
I always love in scenes like that because this was like, oh, tough man, you got the cut on him or whatever. And I was just, oh, ah, <laughs> ow, you didn't tell me it was gonna feel like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> owie, owie, owie. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but yes. Anyways, he models that. And, like, whenever they get to the water tribe um, and they're hanging out with the water people and they're starting to kind of settle in and they're like, okay, we have a house. We have acquired house. Um, And, like, everyone's sad and they're like, I want a family or I want to go back home, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, he's like, again, you know, he repeats his little little thing. He's like, Sully stick together. And then over the next several scenes, we see just that. The Sully kids have had like a really good image of fatherhood and family dynamics modeled for them. And they just run with it. And I think that that's like a really beautiful thing. Um, And just because of the way that Jake modeled it, I don't think that the movie would be the same and have that same emotional resonance if it weren't for the fact that Jake took that time and really showed them like, yes, I am like a big, hard military man, but also I am your dad and I do care for what is best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd and say- like he's drawn into war, not because he wants to fight, but because he has this desire to protect. Like he's, he has to take care of his kids. Right. They've been taken yeah right (laughs) taken um but yeah and then fast forwarding a little bit in the movie um nateam and loak are like just doing their own thing right they're trying to fit in they're trying not to cause any trouble but some people start picking on their younger kind of adopted sister kiri um kitty um they're they're picking up they were saying kitty for like I the first ten minutes. Oh, I I thought it was Kitty the whole movie. <laughs> I it was not well, until I thought, later. I thought Loak was Noak the whole time too. I I couldn't get their names down the whole movie. Yeah, because every time I heard them say it, I was like, "Is that no? That's, is that like a pet name? Or <laughs> is that like a pet name? Yeah. Um, I got Took. I got Took. That's not even her full name. So. <laughs> I got Took. Took's the youngest one, and yeah. Spider is the human. Yep, <laughs> with a not human name, but an Earth name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it, it's like Spider Monkey. Kind yes, of. yeah, yeah, because he climbs. I think that's and they the call idea. him Monkey Boy. Monkey Boy, hey, Monkey Boy. Which is like, how do they know what a? Never mind. Well, it, well, it's translated into Monkey Boy through movie. Through, yeah, through him being like, eh, when I heard it, might as well just be English. Just English. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my, my point being, um, yes, uh, Kiri is getting picked on. And once Kiri's getting picked on, Nateam and Loak are like, well, time to throw punches. Um, and Jake chastises them later and is like, I told you to stay out of trouble. What did you do? You know, but like, how did they look? <laughs> which you, you won, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which might be one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I yeah. just, I, I really liked that. But he, you know, he makes sure to be like, I told you to stay out of trouble. You need to apologize. Blah 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 blah. Are my boys okay? Um, and it's just, it's just so many little scenes like that that I think really show that like Jake has his head on straight when it comes to family. Um, at the very least, like the family dynamics. Like I said before no family is going to be perfect and i think that the way that jake has kind of conflated this view of like military protection and 
familial protection, I don't think is healthy. But again, no family is going to be healthy. He will have room to grow and God's grace to grow in that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like I said before, this whole... And also they're at war. And also they're at war. So like, (laughs) I guess double double grace. Um, But I just, I think that it's really interesting. The whole reason that I brought up in the first movie, there's this whole like rebirth thing, is just to talk a little bit about this idea of sanctification. Um, Because in the first movie, Jake is obviously not a dad um and is going through his own thing i wouldn't say that he is like the best model of christian character Mm -hmm. in the first movie um but i think that it's really interesting in seeing this one now that he has been reborn so to speak and he's been given this new body like literally been given this new body um and this whole new life that comes with it it's just really interesting to see that like he is like a really good guy just genuinely like there's nothing that he does in the entire movie that's like at all malicious other than like killing some people um <laughs> but like war but, like also gotta protect your kids like, you know gotta protect your kids like, yeah if if the kids weren't there he wouldn't be doing this yeah and i think you know and it's interesting seeing uh Natam, uh the oldest son he, the oldest son he passes away in the movie which is like massive spoilers um <laughs> But I already told you at the beginning of this, hey, where there's going to be spoilers. Um, Most of you have seen it. Most, <laughs> I, I hope. Um, <laughs> it's it's made a lot of money. You've probably it's seen made it. a lot of money. <laughs> You've probably seen it. Um, but yeah, Nateum, he, he passes away. And it's this whole... Um, it's this whole thing where it's like, you know, he passes away. And then, you know, he's like, I can't lose another one. Blah, 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 blah. Um and it's like, like really and doubles down. And then he down. takes spider. And then he takes <laughs> that spider. was the funniest part to me. I just lost my son. I can't lose another one. He's like a son you for a son. You come with me. Yeah, a son for a son. Um, but yeah, anyways, but it's just, it's just this really interesting seeing, seeing how all of that plays out. Um, seeing how his wife deals with that loss and like her way that she deals just with it. Absolute rage. Yeah, <laughs> which I was going to say is a lot she less doesn't deal with healthy, <laughs> lot less healthy, strong heart. <laughs> um, but yeah, fast forwarding to like the very end of the film, uh, the blue people plug into the tree. And when they do that, they like help kind of cope with the loss of their son. Um, they're shown like a, a vision, I guess you'd say. Um, of a scene that we'd seen like a lot earlier in the movie of Natam practicing his arrow fishing. Um, and bow fishing. What do you say? Bow fishing. Both. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> arrow fishing. <laughs> okay. He's fishing with an arrow, but yes, bow fishing is yes. Um, anyway, continue. <laughs> but he pra- he's practicing his arrow fishing, and um, while he while he's doing that, like it's just this like really emotional scene of like younger Jake, young Natam. Um, and Jake just like really processing like that grieving. And I, I thought that it was like this really beautiful and wonderful thing, which I think is su- very obviously supposed to invoke heaven in a way where mm-hmm. it's like we see someone that we used to know and it's like we acknowledge the past. We acknowledge the pain of it. We acknowledge, you know, it's just this whole scene of like, oh, you know, I did it. Uh, like, you know, why are you crying? And it's just I'm just really happy to see you. And then they just like carry on like nothing else is happening and like the mom is just kind of there even though she i don't remember her being there the first time that they showed the clip um and so it's just, it's yeah, all in their heads it's all in their heads but like i said i think it's supposed <laughs> to be like a very clear representation of heaven in a way um and it, i just i thought that it was something that was just really beautiful to see that and just be like jake is coping with this very healthily and just being like this is 
you know, this is the reality of it. And I think that that's all things that like point to a very biblical understanding of like, what is family and what does it mean to be a father? It's like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think what I, in addition to that, what I really liked was that only two of their kids are their biological children. Yeah. Um, the Tayum, if you look at his fingers, he only has three fingers and a thumb. Yeah. And so he is adopted. He, I don't know, his parents might have died. I don't know what was sure. going on with that. Um, but he was adopted into this family. And there's never, like, unless you see his fingers, they never even bring up that he was adopted. Yeah. You know, like you, he's just Something, there. something, devil blood, something, something. <laughs> like, the, yeah. And that's all to Lowak and not yeah. to him. Yeah. But, like, he, he just is part of the family. Yeah. Not brought up. No one questions it. Yeah. Um, and then they have another adopted child. Kiri. Uh, Kiri, who is brought up that she's adopted, but no one ever brings up that she's adopted. <laughs> yeah. No like the story like, brings it up. my real dad or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. The story is clearly that's my dad. That's my mom. Yeah, I know I'm adopted. Moving on. And no one's making fun of her or anything like that. And then Spider is kind of this adopted other child. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like... They, if you include Spider, they have five kids, and three of them are not biologically theirs. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I think it's just nice to me that look, one, I just like adoption, but I also believe <laughs> adoption is a like a Christian virtue in that, like God, the theme of Christianity and not Judaism is that God adopted us into that family yeah and there's not this question of well you weren't really <laughs> part of it you can read this in romans there's no like advantage to being jewish right right there's maybe there's some advantages maybe there's some disadvantages but there's no like higher status because you were there first yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah yeah like yeah maybe some understandings of certain passages right or but I you're also know, restricted but... in these certain ways right um and you don't understand other things because you feel privileged in that way and, and stuff like that. That That's all over Romans. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> go read Romans. Yeah. But I, I like that idea in the movie of just like these are my kids. There's no point where anyone questions whether they're their kids or not except for maybe Spider. Um, we'll right. figure that out later. Right. Avatar 3. Anyway. <laughs> um, but – like, even, like, when Nateum is seen as this, like, favorite child, mm -hmm. like, oh, you're the perfect son, you're the perfect soldier boy person, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. was great. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, he's adopted, but he is still... He's seen as, you have the son status more than me. Mm -hmm. You have the child status more than me. I'm the outcome. Which is so interesting yeah. in a movie featuring <laughs> adoption. Yeah. This is obviously, at this point, I'm not talking specifically about god i'm talking about movie making at this point but um but, but i yeah. think it's easier when they're blue people because like it's not like oh that person's clearly not their kid yeah i think like that yeah yeah i don't like, know you have to notice on your own yeah to know that you know? and i i find that so cool that they're like arguing about that and they're like oh you're the perfect son and there's never a point at which they bring up like well like, you're not even his real kid yeah <laughs> which is so cliched at this point you yeah. know but, but like at the same time, they still argue and they still have, like, family issues. But it's, like, exclusively the, like, older brother, middle brother arguments, you know? Right. Um, and not... Adopted. Not adopted. Because, like, even even that theme playing into what I was... Ta now talking about God again. Um, but even that theme playing into what I was talking about, like, 
as far as we are concerned, like, Noah, you are my brother. You know, like, what's up? <laughs> what's up? Um, and that's just how it, we are adopted in the same family. And there's no questioning that. There's no, right. there's no nothing there. It's just, it is a fact. You are my brother in Christ. So what? You were adopted. We might not have the same biological parents. But you're still my brother. Yeah, but like, this is more real in that sense, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I just like that in the movie that they're adopt. There's so many of their kids are adopted. And it's just not brought up unless it's actually necessary to bring up right and it's never brought up in an argument it's never brought up to downgrade anyone right i just really Which, like that. i love that about their and family i think what it really brings out about a christian family is mm. you're taking up this role of fatherhood and adoption and it's an official no questions asked about it it is a stamp it's not <laughs> this weird thing we do in our culture like well my friends are really my family like no they're not they didn't take up that position you just feel like that like your friends aren't your brothers yeah outside of christ like you were saying yeah yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like yeah your friends you might feel like they're family but they're not they just aren't there's no official recognition of that in any sense move on like where adoption is no that's your brother that's your father that's your mother that's your sister period there's no thinking about that there's no argument against that. So I, I just really like that in that that's what we experience as part of the family of God. There's just – there's no like downgrading of this adoption process of yeah. as we're brought into Israel and we're brought into the family of God. There's That's what it is. God yeah. takes up the position of our father just like Jake does like – completely for his adopted kids these are his kids there's never a there's never a plot point that makes anyone question that you know um and so that god takes up this position and it's recognized and it's official and there's no question unlike well th this tribe is my family what are you talking about like you don't know these people <laughs> My right. friends are my family. They're more. That man was more of a father than you are. No, he's not, because he's not your dad. Yeah. Go get adopted by him if you're going to say those words. Like, what are you talking? Yeah. We have this really weird replacement friend is family thing going on in our culture, and it just there's no actual loyalty in it, and it's just these people make me feel good, so they're they're probably they're better off. I'm better off with them. Yeah. Um. And with Christianity, it's not that because there is this official. Maybe spiritual, but there is this official, we are brothers. We are adopted in the same family. There's not a way to get around that. There's no, well, Elias makes me happy, so he's my brother. <laughs> I like hanging Yo. out with Elias more than my brother, so he's my brother. No, it's, he's my brother in Christ, period. That's an official position, whether I like him or not. <laughs> uh, woo? Yeah, this and, didn't make me feel and, good, but okay. <laughs> it, it, it does not matter my yeah. opinion of you or your opinion of me. That's yeah. just our relationship to each other because that's what it is. Yeah. And I just really like that. Anyway, moving on. Um, Kiri is a Jesus stand-in. I almost <laughs> talked about that, but I was like, that is such low-hanging fruit. Oh, yeah. I watched, and like, a recap video, and it was in, like, this channel that just really doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Right there, immediately. <laughs> That's really funny. But he also brought it up right around Christmas time, so it's like, yeah, okay, okay. Oh, fair. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> At least he said Merry Christmas. <laughs> he said Merry Christmas. No, it's Immaculate Conception, superpowers, natural at everything she does. It's just... I, Clearly the son of the goddess or the... The, the daughter, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I thought it was funny because I was like, 
first movie had all these complaints about like white saviorism, you yeah. know? And I was like, and, and then, then they this make movie. literal Jesus. And yes. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Yeah, my thing is they always are like oh pushed real gosh. hard in the first movie to mm-hmm. be like, well, it's actually just a big brain. The whole planet has synapses and it's all connected. Okay, but like how did the if the, if it's all just science that we assume we treat like magic and supernatural stuff, sure. Then how did that impregnate that <laughs> the avatar of grace? Yeah, you can't scientifically do that unless there's a like you you need well, the sperm we, there. We I'm don't sorry, know, we don't like, know how they do their thing. Yeah, I I have no idea if they have. Like, genitalia genitalia yeah at all. if they just they cover something up they're wearing loincloths <laughs> they definitely do have tentacle hair yeah but like they don't connect it or like don't don't they not in the they, first movie i thought they, they did. just start kissing i thought they connected like, yeah, their we hair. made it what like how would jake know to do that is my question who told him about this other way i don't know <laughs> i think the power of horniness transcends <laughs> all <AWOL>. cultures <laughs> i also AWOL uh, is specifically an inverse of yahweh so yeah it's no really, it, that's what I'm, I'm like it's really obvious low-hanging stuff it's so. it's just it's so easy anyways if <laughs> we'll you have anything before that avatar you want, three <laughs> right if you want to if we're really running low on ideas <laughs> You can talk. Oh my gosh, that would That's be a really two years from now, no, man. Dude, I, oh no! Um, I was gonna say that would be a really funny episode. You talk about that, and I talk about Neo, <laughs> and we just talk and about I talk about Aslan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we just easy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just he really reminds me of the Holy Spirit, and everyone's like, "What?" <laughs> All um, right, thanks for being here, guys. But yes, if you have anything um, that you want to say about the Legend of Zelda or a about um i said pandora about avatar um then please contact the way of water wow i mean the avatar title makes no sense anymore there's no more avatars they're not it's not about avatars anymore yeah except for kiri is the avatar of awa so i guess she is jesus so she is the main character by default Anyway, thanks, guys. (laughs) Yeah, uh, but yes, make sure to contact us at ocvepod.com, ocvepod on Facebook or Twitter, or ocvepod at gmail.com. Leave us a like, a comment, subscribe, um, and we will put out some new content this year. So enjoy. guaranteed, <laughs> we've already Guar- done it twice. Wow! <laughs> Whoa! Right. Anyways, um, but yeah, have thanks a wonderful for being night. here. Love you. Bye. bye.